The rich man in the gospel would not necessarily have been considered a bad man by people who lived around him. His brothers and other family members might have even considered him friendly and generous. Yet religion was of no great importance to him. He did not often think about eternity and did not often pray. He focused mostly on how to lead a comfortable and pleasant life. He hardly ever thought about his death or about God's judgment. David, do you think about death and judgment often enough? It is certain that you will die one day and you will be judged. When will that day come? Of course, there's no guarantee that it will not come as soon as tomorrow. When will it come? In what season of the year will it come? Will the ground be covered by the winter's snow? Or will people be complaining about the summer's heat? Will it be in the nighttime or during daylight? Outside will the birds be singing? Or will the crickets be chirping? Will any of your brothers be by your side or your sister? Will your nephews or nieces be there? Or will you be alone? Will a priest be present, able to administer the sacraments to you? Will you be conscious? Will you have the use of your reason? David, do you take your own death seriously enough? Do you meditate on it frequently enough? Do you pray that God would give you the grace to be in his friendship upon breathing your last breath? The fault of the rich man in the gospel was, first of all, unbelief. He had the privilege of having Moses and the prophets read every Sabbath day, in his local synagogue. And yet he did not trouble himself to hear them, much less to believe them. Many people no doubt spoke well of him, and yet he rarely thought about God. David, do you let yourself feel secure simply because other people speak well of you? What would God say of you? What would his judgment of you be? Do you appreciate and make full use of all the spiritual and religious resources that God has provided for you? Do you truly listen to the scriptures and obey them? Is doing God's will your number one priority in life? The rich man in the gospel didn't necessarily reject Lazarus in an explicit manner or consciously refuse to help him. It's just that he was so caught up in material things and in his own life that he did not notice Lazarus. The rich man was full of himself and had no room in his heart for anyone else, much less a poor man. David, are you so caught up in your own affairs that you forget about those all around you who are less fortunate than you, those who are poor. Like the rich man, God has given you so many material blessings. What are you doing 
with these blessings? Are you using them for the good of others or only for yourself? What about those who are spiritually needy? Those who need comfort and prayer, guidance and correction. Those who need you to be patient with them. Those who need your forgiveness. The rich man called Abraham his father, but did not call Lazarus his brother. Although you, David, and everyone else you know have only one father, is there anyone in your life you do not regard as a brother? What about someone with a different worldview or belief system that you do not regard as true? What about people you have a hard time respecting because of their beliefs or the bad things they've done? Are these not also your brothers? The angels were present to escort Lazarus from this world when he died. David, will the angels be present also for you when you die? Lazarus sinned during his life, no doubt, but offered up his trials to God as penance for his sins. He did not complain, but offered his sufferings to God as penance. David, can any of your hardships compare with his? Do you make good use of them? Do you offer them to God as penance for your sins? Almighty God, have mercy on me. Forgive me my many sins. Help me to regard the good things in my life as good only insofar as I use them for the good of my eternal soul and the good of my neighbor. Help me to recognize every hardship and trial as an opportunity to make amends for my past. Help me to live not for myself but for others, especially those in material or spiritual need. If I have mercy on others, do thou, O Lord, have mercy on me. I ask this through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, and through the intercession of the angels and saints. Amen.